Hello, and welcome to the Nature Wise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. Happy Shamanic Sundays. Hi, Pops. How are you? Good morning. I'm looking forward to your questions. Oh, I don't know. This is an interesting one. <laughs> um, so, um, as always, we, we are so happy to see all of you here this morning. We love to hear where you're joining us from. You can put it in the Facebook chat. Um, and if you have any questions, um, we had an interesting one come in. Um, just yesterday that that will guide today's uh, conversation had me doing some research last night. So um, before we get started, though, Poppy, can you lead us in a little prayer to give thanks for us being here and all the gifts of our lives before we ask for more wisdom? Right. Well, the wisdom comes from the great spirit, the creator, the divine creating activating wisdom energy power of the universe and whatever name or shape or form we think about it here you are you've been always and you give us this breath of life you give us the gift of creation the gift of an incarnation you give us this modern technology that my daughters know how to do and i have no clue about so we and the relatives who are joining in here now live or listening later can in fact bring our hearts minds and spirits together and open our awareness to connect with you and polish up our stardust with to be able to shine more healing light and love and kindness. Love is forgiving out into the world that sorely needs it. May it be so. Oh, oh thank you. Right. Thank, thank you. How are you feeling today? Good. Oh, yeah. I wanted to thank the ancestor spirits of this land where I live, the Chumash, remembering you and the ancestor spirits of all of our ancestor spirits and, and of the land where you live, where you're listening to this now. Crisis. We remember you here. We make a home for you, ancestor spirit. So I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm packing up and leaving shortly after this for a retreat. So great, taking off. All right, good. Well, we'll we'll start the medicine <clears throat> rolling for you this morning. So, <clears throat> so the question we got was about Memorial Day, which um, this is Memorial Day weekend, 2023, and we started as a nation observing Memorial Day in 1868. And it was to honor and mourn and recognize the U.S. military um, members who um, died while serving um, in the armed forces. So the question was around, um, is violence and fighting inevitable among humankind? Mm, wow. So I did a little research. Well, first I thought of, um, I think one of my first jobs out of college um, was working at the Institute of Noetic Sciences. That was started by the astronaut, um, what was his name? Edgar Mitchell, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't, I couldn't find any research on it online, but my recollection is they had done like a big research study showing that we're actually not necessarily predestined towards violence. Um, so I did some more research on that and, and found that there was a 1999 book written by um, William Urey, who was part of the Harvard Negotiation Project, and it was called Getting to Peace. And he, <clears throat> excuse me, um, him, he, you know, his research showed that archaeologists have found little evidence 
of organized violence during the first 99% of human history. Our ancestors weren't cavemen looking to bash every stranger over the head. It is more history of trying to coexist. And to give some perspective on that, he said, <clears throat> sorry, um, if we were to condense all 4 million plus years of human evolution into a single 24-hour day, the period of coexistence would last through the night, the morning, the afternoon, the evening, all the way, in fact, until just before midnight. So the period that we, contemporary people, call history filled with violence and domination and wars and empires and nationalism, that would barely represent like one minute of, of, of our history. Um, <clears throat> and in 1986, a group of... Um, prominent biologists and social scientists met as part of the International Society for Research on Aggression. And they too rejected the idea that people are biologically or genetically programmed for violence. Um, and they looked at like the way warfare has evolved over time. And that shows to them that it's actually a product of culture. It's not our genetics. Um, and that it's scientifically incorrect to say that there has been a selection for aggressive behavior more than for other kinds of behavior. In fact, collaboration shows more to be more powerful. So violence is not, according to these scientists and archaeologists, in our evolutionary legacy or in our genes, um, but that war is in the minds of men. So peace also can begin in our minds. Um, so violence is not automatic or natural. So what made me, and then the, and then this thought, I'm, I'm going to get to my, my questions <laughs> soon, but it's all related. Um, then when you look at like, you know, I've always been really interested in conflict resolution. And one of the like first tenets of that is that the biggest obstacle to dealing constructively with conflict is that we have no imagination and we must be able to dream of things that never were. So toward that, <clears throat> thinking of peace and violence as more cultural constructs and the necessity that we dream, be able to dream of things that, that never were or that are not now. So I was wondering, like, how can shamanism open up our imagination and allow us to dream of things that are not right now toward more peace and less war? How can shamanism, how might shamanism practices help us open to be able to imagine a different kind of world than, 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 than the uh, very hurting one that we experience now? That's mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the practices of shamanism are to help us escape, you might say, or transcend the, um, the boundaries of uh, limited thought and the rational mind and the ego identity-based framework of uh, understanding of reality from a Western perspective, uh, illusionary perception of separation. So we're kind of we're kind of constricted in this through an identity with our ego and our body and our stories um, to to the information within that as as. Uh, evolved, you might say, and expressed through the rational brain, the logical mind. And that understanding, if you think of it as circle, everything that we understand in a rational, logical mind through their lens perception of our ego identity as who we are, that's embedded in a larger field that's infinite, an infinite energy field that has infinite potential in it. 
and it's it's as if with each breath that comes into us, uh, the, the power of the universe that gives us that breath, great spirit, whatever you want to call it, the Tao, God, Goddess, Holy Mother, whatever, gives us that breath of life. It, it comes in as fuel, and she does ask us. The question is, is asked of us: What do you want to do with this? What do you want to? What kind of experience do you want to create with this fuel I'm giving you with the breath? You want to create it and 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 use the powers of your mind just within that tighter circle, or do you want to open your your mind to more more potential? In fact, infinite potential for creative imagination, because creative power of the universe has the imagination to create the universe and everything in it. And here we are with self-reflective consciousness. So the practices of shamanism are to help free us, help open us up a doorway, uh, an access, what the Wichos call the Nayarik, open the cosmic doorway, envision a, 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 an energy film uh, constricting us within it, but that it's possible with these techniques to open that that film, that, that, that covering and access the infinite creative um, power, wisdom, power of the universe, and then it's on us to, so what kind of world do you want to imagine? What kind of, imagine? everything starts with intention, everything starts with the seed of intention in our, in our minds, so with all the difficulties and, and horrors and frustration and hurting and on so many levels, and so many beings taking place right now, I think evolutionary pressure is, is pushing us all, calling us all uh, to, to do precisely what this question is about. Go inside and imagine the kind of world you'd like to be living in. Imagine. Use the power of your imagination, freed up from ego constraints and just rational minds. It is open to the possibility, and, and the universe is a, is a field of infinite possibility, to, to imagine the greatest, most wonderful, peaceful, oh, harmonious uh, world, win-win world for all beings, for all beings, two-legged beings, swimming beings, tall, straight people, crawling people, all, uh, all, all beings of life and all of, all of, all of life. And uh, I think that's what we're, we're, we're called to do is find the techniques that help, for, help us to open up from that, what I call the ego imprisonment. So I'm not saying ego is bad at all, it's just it's not who we really are opening up to the access that's always available to it, uh, the creative wisdom power of the universe, take responsibility for when that breath comes in and, and focus a seed in your mind of the ideal society you'd like to see, and, and then give thanks for it, as if it already exists, and what it would be like to be living in a peaceful and just and harmonious world that's a win-win for all of, 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 of uh, cooperative symbiosis, working together to bring through fullest blossom and greatest good, to see that and how, how you'd feel living in that and how, you, how you'd feel about your friends, your family, children, the future generations living in that kind of a world and give thanks for it, just give thanks for it. And then open yourself to guidance. Uh, how can I, what is it I can do with my life to help bring that into physical plane manifestation, that vision which I see of an ideal society. And then you work toward it. And you access courage inside of yourself to follow your guidance um, out of the comfort zones of ego to show up and and address those challenges in ways that that uh, spirit's guiding you to do so that has the potential to realize that world on the inner plane that you see through imagination on the outer plane one of the things that <clears throat> that all sounds great but one of the things that i'm like i'm always like but uh one of the things that i think of and and i think of um 
uh, Avon Madison, who started Pathways to Peace. And I think it was her who said, probably many people have said, but her name and work comes to mind is that like peace begins within, right? And and um, I'll just speak for myself. Like, I don't always feel at peace in myself or in my, you know, relationships with people. There's like, you know, you bump and scratch and crash into each other and have our human foibles. Um, so I think like, how could we, how can we possibly, like, I can go in and visualize this peaceful world of, you know, coexistence and collaboration, but then when you take all of us as individuals and we're all like little ants, right. Trying to like, well, I don't know if ants are the right example because they work so well together, <laughs> but we're all, you know, busy doing our thing, trying to like make our lives better. You know, we're sensual creatures. We want to experience comfortableness and joy and, you know, nice feeling things around us and everything and experiences. And so like, it's clear that peace is not like, sometimes I think peace is, Per, like people can envision peace as like everybody just sitting around like you know oh and we're just all peaceful and mellow and but peace is not like a passive process like we have to like work to create new systems in our own minds and our hearts and the ways that we communicate and be strategic and preventive and resolving <laughs> all that stuff and so um given all that um, could you lead us on a little like peace begins within exercise that we can um, strengthen up some of our tools in that space for the coming week? Okay, well, you said within, so let's drop into the inner temple. Let's just let our eyelids and the breath out get heavy and come down over our eyes and bring that gift of our awareness down inside of ourselves into the inner sanctuary that looks within place. And if we keep dropping down, just following the breath as it comes in, like taking an elevator down from the top floor, you push the button and slowly the elevator goes down, down, down on its way to the ground floor, the foundation, just keep dropping slowly down and the breath out, releasing and letting go of energy of tension, of breathing any knot into any knots of tension, with the relaxing flow that comes into our mouth. So softly letting that soft tenderness flow to where it needs to go opening and keeping dropping all the way down until we get to the ground floor and the elevator opens and walk into a room of great beauty beautiful chair in the center of the room and invitation to come sit in this comfortable chair and be supported you can surrender into the support of this chair and so walk over to that chair and Kind of test it out with your hand. Yeah, it's solid. It's good. I can sit down in it and drop down into the chair and feeling the support of it under your buttocks and your feet on the floor and your body is correct straight. So the energy can flow through your pipes and the stardust coming in with the with the breath. And there at the center of our being sitting on that chair in the center of that beautiful room that we feel so comfortable and easeful in safe and secure there at the very center of it all is the gift of infinite peace of infinite stillness and we don't have to create it just like we don't have to create the breath 
we have a choice with the breath coming in whether to open to it or just take in a little bit of it so choosing to take in a full conscious intake and letting it flow down into the center of our being where that deep inner peace always lives underneath the stormy waves of the world and the stormy waves that our own ego re reactivity programs can create suffering with just dropping down underneath all of that as if we had aqua lungs on and we can breathe easily underwater and drop all the way down and hit bottom there and can sit there peacefully experiencing the deep inner peace and how that feels to experience and connect with that resource state that's always there at the center of our being it never leaves always there so if I experience myself feeling anxious or tense or irritable or triggered into ego reactivity and angry and and um, that's what I call like toxic energy happening was triggered inside of me boom before I didn't choose it consciously just got triggered blah, 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 what's happening just noticing it with awareness just noticing it ah call out the feeling of what you're feeling and experience the sensation feeling tense feeling pressure feeling tight feeling inflamed feeling angry feeling sad feeling depressed just noticing it calling it out and notice that it's awareness that's experiencing that feeling or a sensation. It's not who you are. It's noticing the awareness of what you're experiencing and how you can drop underneath that. Oh, that's what I'm aware of. My body mind is experiencing now and it's not the essence of who I really am. And so I can put this next breath out releasing. All the way down in the soft belly. I can drop beneath the tumult, the waves, the storms at the surface, down, down, underneath it all, the center of the cyclone, the place of deep, absolute stillness and inner peace. And I can breathe into that deep inner peace, that infinite, deep inner peace. I can breathe into it, and as if blowing into the coals of a fire, coals light up and so the inner peace expands the energy field of that inner peace gets brighter you're polishing it up when you send appreciation and connection awareness to it polishing it up letting the fruits of that deep inner peace that sensation experience of deep infinite other peace inner peace flow through your body flow through your hips and your thighs and your legs and your feet and your toes and back up again through your groin and abdomen and lower back and chest and upper back and shoulders and arms and forearms and fingers fingertips and flowing back up into your neck heart jaw loosening peace flowing through eyes relaxing face ears top of your head opening to Guidance with our own higher selves, pouring in more of that life force energy to support us, strengthen us, and our ability to remember as we go into the activities of the week and the challenges that come with being a, with a human incarnation. Remembering our ability to remember and catch quicker 
when reactivity comes that underneath all of this there lies the gift of deep inner peace and thank you creator designer of my body my being to give me this center of inner peace that i can access whenever i choose to and like you said kimberly doing the work to unplug from what I've been putting my attention to, the thoughts and stories that trigger the reactivity, letting it all go to connect with, commune with, attune with, and give thanks, Creator, for this gift of grace at the center of our being, deep inner peace. Breathing into it, letting it flow through you, warming, opening heart, and from your heart, from all of our hearts, sending gratitude back to the source from which all gifts come from. Deep breath, breath in, breathe out, release, and when you're ready, opening your eyes and coming back into visual contact. Oh. Oh, thank you. That felt <clears throat> really good. Thank you. Right. Yeah, it does feel good to do that. It feels good to connect with the center of inner peace inside. Right? <laughs> yeah. What a concept. What a concept. What a concept. Um, as you were talking, I just had the thought that it would be um, in between my peaceful moments, I had the thought that it would be interesting to, if I just throw out some words that that tend to drive us as a global citizenry or individuals to more violence, what's like a word that is kind of a more shamanic approach that comes to mind for you? So just like kind of a quick without thinking about it too much. Are you game? Yeah, so put out the word. Okay. Nationalism. Diffusing it. Okay. Diffusing Racism. It. Do I just get to say one word or I have to stop? I guess you can say a little more. Well, I can keep going, yeah. Diffuse nationalism. Be proud and love the land where you live, but recognize it's connected to all lands. And there's no such thing as the arbitrary lines of separation between countries. So... Uh, Blessings for Mother Earth, the one Mother Earth we live in. Right. Oh, okay. Um, racism. Based on the uh, illusionary perception of separation and, and creating a story where because of particular outside uh, differences, that, that's the othering is less and, uh, and therefore we can treat in an unjust way. And it all reinforces that perception of separation, which creates the anxiety and pain where we, that leads to violence that, that uh, hurts other people. Uh, fear. Fear, wonderful. Uh, um, since I experience fear every day and anxiety is a, in my humanness, um, rather than my early years, uh, judging my experience of fear is something wrong with me or weak or not together enough or whatever, not spiritual enough. I've come to, to learn that um, the fear response is something that saves our lives. So it's built into the hard wiring of our biological animal bodies. And uh, to befriend fear, the challenge and opportunity is to befriend the experience of fear. So for me, the fear uh, is an invitation, okay, to look at what are my worst fears. Look at what, what stories I create that, that trigger my worst fears and what are they? 
and then to explore, well, if my worst fears happen, I certainly don't want them to happen, may it be so they don't, but in the universe of infinite possibilities, it's possible. So given what it triggers inside of me as I look at my worst fears, how could I create a response to it? My fears in the situation. Because ultimately that's what it comes down to. What kind of relationship <clears throat> can I create to my fears and the situations my fears cook up in a way that grows me in the directions I want to grow, what qualities of consciousness and being I want to have grow stronger. And as soon as I ask myself that question, it, it kind of kicks me out of being victim to it. And uh, I, well, I can't control what happened. I do have the power with spirit's help to create a response to it that grows me where I use what's triggered to help me grow. And for me, that's uh, to wake up, wise up and live love now. Amen. Amen. Um, one more. Insecurity. <laughs> insecurity is is uh, the ego because of whatever its its wounds and life experience uh, growing up has interjected a a story of um, uh, I'm not good enough or whatever whatever the the, the judgment is that leads to um, feeling insecure and that leads to fear. What do you feel? You know, what are you frightened of? What are you judging? What are you? Uh, whatever is triggered inside of us, it's not by accident. And it's coming up into our awareness to give us an opportunity to see what's the story I tell myself that creates the feeling and sensation of, of um, insecure. I don't feel secure. I don't feel safe. And that leads to an exploration of uh, dropping down even deeper. <clears throat> what is security? So looking at what, what are the stories and beliefs I've placed in my mind and rod that, that gives me a false sense of security because no matter what we do and what we say we're all uh, we're living in an impermanent container and, and our mortality each day comes closer and we never know when it's going to come and so facing into our biggest fear what does it mean what does it mean to to have to feel secure going into that deep letting go of our lives our identity and releasing into the mystery and so that brings us into <clears throat> excuse me what do we believe in what do we have faith in and trust in, if anything, that's bigger than us. And that exploration, uh, for me, whenever it occurs in response to uh, uh, fear and insecurity, um, kind of brings fresh energy awareness to, well, let me let me be not working yesterday's answers, but I'm living here right now. So what, what in this moment of being alive as I'm experiencing whatever I'm experiencing, what, if anything, do I have faith and trust in that's bigger than me? When I ask myself that question, that triggers a response of, of opening to connect that uh, helps me feel secure in this moment, because that's all I have, and uh, be present in this moment and make the most of it. How do I make the most of it? Wake up. Wise up. I said, live love now. You got it. <laughs> I, I love what you said about, um, I think you said, like, stop working yesterday's answers. I think there's such brilliance in that, like, where we can wake up and find new answers on, on, on in a given moment. So I love that. Yeah, it might be new answers. It might be more illumination to old answers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And stronger, deeper right. insight, understanding and connection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't have to be something new, but just a rediscovering, regenerating connection. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. All right. Um, all right. Well, um, 
if 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 uh, any of our community feels like sharing in there in the comments like um any answers they are wanting to let go of or reconnect with um or or i also love the question of like what you know what what do you have faith in i love that so that's that's a good thing to share and and maybe juice each other up with so um this felt really helpful to me today thank you so much i hope it was helpful for all of you out there um want to honor uncle joe um the the family and friends who I know who've been impacted by war on Uncle Joe, World War II, and Brent McKinnon and Pat Saran, Jamie Monroe, Frank Falkenberg Sr., and um, just all those who who've um, you know served in an intention to bring forth more peace with with goodness and love in their heart, and hopefully that can lead to less war and, and more peace. So, maybe so. Yeah. Anything else you want to want to say, Pops? Yeah, Memorial Day. We remember all our loved ones in the spirit spirit world, as as you say, and use the uh, gift of uh, our mind's instrumentality to recognize that center of inner peace inside of us. It's the peace in the world starts with doing the work so that we can feel peaceful and extend peaceful energy out into the world and open up access for all our brothers and sisters to join heart, minds, and spirits to imagine the kind of world we can live in and then show up to do the work that's called to manifest it. And it's possible if we wake up, wise up, and live love now. May it be so. Hope. May it be so. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone. Um, oh, do you want to share anything about your book that's coming out soon? Well, my book's coming out soon. It's being formatted uh, right <laughs> now. The final stages of formatting, and then we have to look into um, shout out to Roger Clay for his support with that. And to Kimberly Pinkson, who did an amazing <laughs> job and formatting job of it, and uh, prayers for the the financial support to come in to be able to pay for getting it done. May it be so. <laughs> you mean publishing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got it. All right. And um, thanks again for joining us today. Um, share Shamanic Sundays with friends, family, anyone you think might be um, getting getting something of benefit from this. We hope you, you got some wisdom, richness, reassurance, uh, regenerative energy, whatever it was that you needed today by joining us. And thank you again. And we'll see you next week. Oh. Okay. Bye. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, telling us what you learned. Also, share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.